Hey guys, Erica here. Uh, just want to say a few things before you get into the meat of the episode. So we talk about some racist people. <laughs> we we talk about um, some rape culture stuff. We talk about sexual assaults. Um, didn't mean to get so deep, um, but we do stream of consciousness in this here podcast. So we just kind of go wherever the world takes us. Um, yeah, it, it, it gets it gets pretty deep. Um, it's all very educational. Um, it's all very like chill for the most part. Um, but just be warned and take care of yourselves. And if you think you can't listen to this episode, we totally understand. We appreciate you and we love you. Um, we just want you to stay safe and take care of yourselves. So, yeah, keep it weird, guys. Hey guys, welcome to the Weird on Purpose podcast. I am your weird roommate, Erica. And I am your weird roommate, Noelle. So, I don't really know what to do for this. For this intro? Yeah, I'm just kind of... We could, we could talk about how um, I keep telling DJ that he's my property now. Yeah, Noella's the new white slave owner. Stop this! <laughs> Stop this! I'm not problematic! She's not. She's just, No, like, so I keep joking with DJ because, of course, we get married from a, a week from today. Yeah, it's um, Thursday. It's Thursday. We record on Thursdays. We, DJ and I are getting married a week from today. And I keep joking with him, and we were laying in bed, and I was like, Hey, honey, how does it feel to know that you're legally going to be my property in a week? And he's like, No. And I was like contractually gonna be my property no morally gonna be my property even less that yeah um but yeah so uh i guess uh so next week because we are marriaging um there will be no podcast next week yeah there will not be an episode released next sunday um the sunday after that there will be a solo erica cast because dj and i will be on our honeymoon well no 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 no. don't listen to me because i go on my honeymoon two weeks after the wedding so the next one after the wedding will be you and me. Yeah, then and then the one, one after, after that, that will, will just be, be me. Erica Cast. You guys, y'all better get ready because I'm going to talk about hockey for an hour. Many much hockey. Because no one wants to listen to me talk about hockey because no one cares about sports. I'm the only one that fucking cares about hockey. I I care about hockey vicariously through you. You're funny. You're like, go Penguins. Am I doing good? Yeah, that I always <laughs> am. I'm like, go Penguins. Am I doing this right? Go no, you are, you're always like, fuck the Blackhawks. Fuck the Blackhawks, yeah. Uh, are you looking at the names of the posts? Go Latang. Latang? Latang. Latang, my favorite French boy. Latang. Latang, like Le Drink. Le Drink. Because the orange wow. drink tang. Wow. Go, go Kessel. Did I say that one? Yeah. Kessel yeah. Kessel. Go Walken. What? I got my glasses Malkin? on. Malkin? Oh. <laughs> Christopher Walken fucking plays hockey. Oh my god, so when I went to Auburn once, um, there was like, I don't remember exactly what the establishment was. I know it wasn't a salon though, but it had a, it had a sign that had Christopher Walken's dumb fucking face on it. I actually really it's like it. It's like Walken's Welcome. It's like Walken's Welcome. It yeah. was the best thing I've seen in a long time. Christopher Walken plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You heard yes. it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Go, Misha Collins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at your Supernatural poster. I have so many posters in this goddamn room. There's so many. Many much poster. Yeah. All the Marvel superheroes, all of Supernatural cast, all of the Black Bell Brides members, and all of the Pittsburgh Penguins are on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Everyone in this room plays hockey now. 
All of them. Every boy. Including me. <laughs> um, I can't ice skate because I have the, um, I have, I have equilibrium problems because I have inner ear problems. So I'd fall and die. I want to try. I can't even roll It's it. fucking ridiculous. I read a hockey comic about gay college hockey boys, and I was like, okay, let me watch the sport, and now I'm like, I could fucking play it. I could do it. I don't think you could, Erica. I don't think I could either. No. I could be a goalie. Like, I always thought I could be a goalie. And then I was like, nah, dude. Goalies are the craziest out there. Because they sit there and they let pucks going 150 miles an hour at, go at their face. I would... I almost said something bad. Um, they just sit there and they watch pucks just fly at their face. Going like 90 to 120 miles an hour. That's, that's insane. It, that's terrifying. Yeah, they're stupid. They are stupid. They're stupid, stupid boys. boys. Sidney Crosby wanted to be a goalie at first and then they realized he was bad at it. <laughs> he's good at everything else in hockey, but he's fucking bad at being a goalie. I do want to. I do want to mention. Uh, y'all should listen to the new Ninja Sex Party album. Oh my god, Erica! I'm gonna promote this shit because it's my favorite fucking thing on the planet, and I am in love with Daniel Avedon, and no one can change my mind. That's me with Jeff Goldblum and every other man that I'm in love with. He's 39 years old, and I mostly like women, but fucking just. Come at me, Danny. Just fucking come at me. <laughs> I love him so much. Please don't hurt me. I've been, like, going through his Instagram and, like, just, like, listening to his music, like, nonstop, and I'm like, fuck. I think I'm in love. I think this is what love feels like. What is love? Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Don't hurt um. me. No more. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta put that, that, I almost said pronunciation. Yeah. But enunciation, is it? Okay. Anons. What? What? <laughs> I will equalize you. <laughs> we were watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall yesterday, um, and fucking Bill Hader's character because, uh, what does he do? He talks shit about Bill Hader's wife, right? Yeah, her Jason Siegel's character, the main character, Mr. Peter Bretter, talks to his stepbrother and is like, Liz isn't even that great. Liz is a bitch, and he's like, you really want to do this? gonna do this here. You wanna have this conversation right now? Yes. He's like, she is the mother of my unborn child! You're my stepbrother! You're not even blood! I don't have no qualms about sticking you! I will equalize you! It's my favorite. Forgetting Sarah I'm gonna Marshall. I'm gonna use that for everybody. Yeah, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is legitimately, like, one of my favorite movies. Um, I would risk it all for Jason Siegel. And Paul Rudd. Same. Paul Rudd is the most, like, plain white vanilla man I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life, and god lord do I love him. He's amazing. He's unproblematic, and that's why he ages like fine wine. Yeah. God, he's beautiful. Everyone that's unproblematic has aged beautifully yeah 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 problematic bitches look at Gwen, on the other hand look at Gwen Stefani she's one of the hottest women I've ever seen has yeah. she ever had a scandal no no the biggest scandal she had is leaving no doubt and also the whole Gavin Rossdale thing oh yeah I I would leave uh or, and then the whole like um Blake Shelton thing because he like him and Miranda Lambert were like yeah the king and queen of country but um I would leave I would leave Miranda Lambert for a pile of like week old toast <laughs> I can't stand her I'm sure she. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't Binks. know. Binks, why you do this? Binks, our terrible uh, podcast mascot, is just getting behind Erica's television because she's a bad child. Yeah, we're recording in my room this week yeah. instead of the living room. It's very odd. Testing. If we sound farther away, it's because we are indeed farther away. I feel like we're equidistant to where we Stop usually it. are. She's like, I own this place. You can't now. step on my PlayStation. She can and she does. Fucking god. Um, you wanted to talk about makeup drama. I do want to talk about makeup drama. Okay, so, um, for most of you listening who know me, I'm a big makeup enthusiast. Um. That's an understatement. I'm, 
I'm a certified makeup artist. I've taken specialty classes. I am a licensed professional makeup artist. Uh, in addition to being a hairstylist, I do not practice makeup on other people. Um, Except for my dumbass face. Well, the, the, I don't do makeup professionally, like, as a part of my job. Yeah. Um, because I don't have time. Because I most of the time I'm doing hair. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it doesn't... In this town specifically, I would say, that's, there's so much competition. It's really not worth it when I have a really good job doing hair. If I was just doing makeup, oh yeah, I would be I would be all for it. But I like hair. Binks. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm a certified makeup artist and I'm a very big makeup enthusiast. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure you all have heard of a of a one Jeffree Star. Um, so of course we're gonna talk about the whole scandal with Laura Lee, Manny Emue, Gabriel Zamora, and Nikita Dragon. I know literally nothing about it. Okay, so, so you're here's gonna explain yeah. it to me. So here's what the thing is: the whole thing. Okay, so of course Jeffrey Star has a very has a very bad past. Yeah. Um, he's very controversial. He's he's one of those figures that there's no in between with Jeffrey Star. You either love him or hate him. Yeah. Um. So I'm I, ambivalent. Yeah. So Jeffrey Star did this whole like. Because Shane Dawson does these, um, like, be the secret lives of kind of thing. Like, he yeah. did one kind of for Kathy Griffin. He did one for Tana Mojo with the whole TanaCon scandal. He did one for Bunny Meyer, Graveyard Girl. Um, and he just did one for Jeffree Star. And I will say, I haven't finished it, I really want to, but from what I've seen, the reaction has been overwhelmingly positive. Like, people, it's really put Jeffree Star in more of a positive light for more people. Um, I, I have mixed feelings about Jeffree Star because I don't, I think, I, I'm, I'm kind of weird about things as a white person, especially because I'm very white passing. Like, I am half Mexican, but I'm very white passing, so I don't feel it's ever my place. I, I never feel it's my place to say what is and isn't offensive to somebody of color. Yeah. Um, I personally... I feel that Jeffree Star really thinks that he is sorry. I really think that he he wholeheartedly believes that his apology for the racist things he said in the past meant something. And I, I think that he... I think that he comes from a very like similar culture to Shane Dawson. Because Shane Dawson... I am a big Shane Dawson fan, and I will not... He said like, some shit. And he said some bad stuff. He did yeah. blackface. Um, I understand people, like, having a problem with Shane Dawson today. Um, I'm a big supporter of him. I yeah. think he's done a complete 180. Um, I really, really support Shane Dawson and his whole change. Um, she has her whole... <laughs> Binks has her whole ass head in my slipper. <laughs> She's ready to go. Um, but they both have very racist pasts. Yeah. And I truly think that... I think they both come up from a very similar time period. Because in the time that Jeffree Star was very problematic is the same kind of time frame Shane Dawson was. It, and that's back in, like, 2006 to, like, 2008. The internet was a different fucking world. It was. It was. Like, blackface wasn't widely... And it's terrible that it wasn't. Like, commonly you would understand that. But in that time period, shock was the main source of comedy. Yeah. Like, and internet, it's... A lot of it comes from... Not understanding the internet. Yeah. Because nobody fucking understood what that was. No. Or what it would become now. And it's gonna become even crazier, crazier later. Yeah. But like back then the internet was just like fucking cat videos and mm -hmm. like people 
people on YouTube that are very popular now, like, when they started using YouTube, had, like, no idea what their reach was. Yeah. So, like, they would do stupid shit like that and say stupid shit. And it doesn't excuse it at all. No. It's just the reach of the internet was such a new thing that, like, no one understood what it was. Shane Dawson has come out and has apologized, and he acknowledges that that there's nothing he'll ever do that'll make it right. Yeah. He knows. And his, like, fat phobia was struggling with being fat growing up. His homophobia was struggling with being closeted bisexual. Um, but... I, I don't excuse anything that Jeffree Star said, ever. But I truly think that he thinks that his apology was enough. And I truly think that he's trying to be a better person. Um, and, and, you know, I hope the best for him. I really like his cosmetics. I think yeah. he's really funny. And I think him and his boyfriend are super cute. Um, well, with that being said, so... Manny MUA, who I, God, I can't remember Manny's last name, Laura Lee, and I believe Gabriel Zamora and Nikita Dragon were all very good friends with Jeffree Star, and Manny and Jeffree were best friends, yeah. and they are no longer I best remember friends. that era. Yeah, they are no longer best friends, um, and it was a very ugly, very public fallout, mm-hmm. and Gabriel Zamora, the whole thing that was the catalyst for this, he tweeted a photo of him, Nikita Dragon, um, Manny MUA and Laura Lee flipping off the camera, and mm-hmm. it, the caption on Twitter said, Bitch is bitter because without him we're better. And if anyone with a brain cell left realizes that that's about Jeffree Star. Yeah. And so, some people, and then he tweeted, Gabriel Zamora specifically tweeted, Standing a racist, or can you imagine standing a racist? Can't relate. And people got a little irked with that because they're like, um, here's the thing. They felt that it was incredibly hypocritical. So, um, Gabriel Zamora said that every time he was around Jeffree Star, he would say something racist about black people. Um, and he would kind of invalidate, like, or he would validate it by being like, this is really kind of, like, gross. But he would say, I've had so much black dick, I can't be racist. Ugh. Um. Yike. Yeah. But people kind of started digging up old tweets from Zamora, Dragon, and Laura Lee. Um, and I know there was one from Manny. And the one from Manny was like, when your Uber driver doesn't speak English. And that was like, I think the only one they found. The one from Gabriel, he, like, straight up used the N-word. Like, 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 without the hard R. Yeah. And one of his friends, I guess he said it was one of his friends, was like, boy, you better take this down before it makes it on, or before you get a whole bunch of, like, people coming for you. And he was like, oh, lol, maybe it'll make it on the Explore page. Like, on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Nikita Dragon, who is, oh my god. She's in if that If she gets boot. stuck, I'm just gonna leave yeah, her Yeah, just leave her there. She put a fucking hair tie in it. God damn it, Binks. Sorry. Um, Nikita Dragon, hers were not necessarily racist, but they were gross. One of them in particular said, um, we all know a child that makes us realize why child abuse came to be. Jesus Christ. And then the other one was, I'm not saying that your kid is ugly. I'm just saying you'll never have to worry about pedophiles. And then there was Laura Lee, 
And Laura Lee arguably has faced the worst backlash from this. The one that specifically sticks out to people is Laura Lee tweeting at um, uh, two users. I know one was like anti-joke Tyrone. And it said, hey, black people, here's a tip. If you pull up your pants, you can run from the police faster. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so she has arguably faced the work, worst backlash. Yeah. Um, I've seen that. She did an apology video. And oh, like, my like, God. Oh, I'm ready to talk about that apology video. Okay. It is the most, oh, my God. I'm, ugh. it is the most poorly acted piece of drivel I've seen since Logan Paul's apology video. Yeah. It is, she's not, there is a jump cut where you can see her make a jump cut so she can add a teardrop onto her face. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Like, you see, she, there's no tears, and then all of a sudden she has tears. It's like in... They just don't even know how to cry. It's like in, um... What do you call it? What is that movie? What Mission movie? Impossible Fallout, where Hen oh. um, Henry Cavill... Yes! <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that real quick, because it's fucking hilarious. There's a scene, I haven't even fucking watched the movie. There's a scene in it where Henry Cavill's character is, like, in a bathroom fighting Tom Cruise, and there's this moment where he, like, pumps his arms... And in between, like, after he pumps his arms, all of a sudden he's wearing a shirt that has a pocket, and he has a bigger beard. <laughs> like, yeah. he fucking filmed the same scene on different days, like, months apart. And then, like, when they cut it together to make the best scene to put in the movie, they, like, didn't use the same footage. It's literally the exact same thing. It's like, fucking hilarious. Um, no, it's so poorly acted. She is, she's, like, spitting. Like, there's spit all coming out of her mouth. It's awful. And she's, she's not sorry. Like, no, the other reason that I feel that Laura Lee specifically is facing the most backlash, she dirty deleted. Because she deleted her entire fucking Twitter. Wow. She deleted everything. She deactivated her account, reactivated, and there was only tweets from, like, recently. Yeah. On, and her pinned apology tweet. Jesus Christ. Um... I guess Manny put out a video, like an apology video today, because Gabriel Zamora made another video. Completely threw him under the bus. Completely threw him under the bus. Threw Manny under the threw bus? Threw Manny under the bus, yeah. Jesus. And I guess that Manny made an apology video, and all of my friends that I've seen, like, kind of circling it around, they're like, yeah, this is fake as fuck. I don't think any of them are truly sorry. They're sorry that their careers are getting fucking blown up. Yeah. Specifically Laura Lee. Laura Lee's cosmetics are no longer available on the Morphe website. And Morphe is her biggest distributor. Um, she's no longer available they on don't the Morphe fuck website. With racist, man. She's, I don't think she's available on BoxyCharm either. Um, no, she, like, I, I think the reason she's facing so much backlash is because, like, the tweet was disgusting. There yeah. were other ones. There were fatphobic ones. I guess there was homophobic ones. Um, and she threw the entire state of Alabama under the bus, basically. Because she's like, I'm just a small town girl from Alabama, and I didn't know, culturally, I didn't have, like, the same cultural education. Fuck you! You know what's racist and what isn't. There's no excuse There's for no that. excuse for it. And I truly believe none of them are that sorry. They're sorry that everything's blowing up in their face. Yeah. Um... It's just frustrating, and I mean, I mean, I guess you can make the same argument about Jeffrey Star, but it's just funny to me. He tweeted a picture, and it's like, imagine trying to bully me and bully me and ruining your own career instead. And his face is fucking hysterical. Let me see if I can find it because it's the best He's, thing I've seen. I don't know. It's it's weird. 
how reactions can differ between people that do shit like that because it's like the reaction to Jeffree Star is much different than what's happening to everyone else. Like, and part of it is that Jeffree Stone, Jeffree Stone, mm-hmm. Jeffree Star fucking owns it. He fucking knows like what he did. Yeah, he gets it. Like he owns that part of himself and is still confident in himself. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them are just kind of fumbling around in the dark trying to save to face. scramble and save face. Exactly. Um, here it is. It's my favorite fucking picture. Yeah. That's it, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just... <laughs> can't relate. Can't relate. It fucking sucks. I mean, like... A lot of people... I don't know. There's this whole culture on Twitter specifically of, like... Um, like, canceled culture. Canceled I would love to talk whatever. about cancellation culture. Because, like, a lot of people said fucked up shit in the past. That's... Mm-hmm. There has been so much debate, mainly over... James Gunn is that who directs? Yes, the, because of the shit he said a long time ago mm-hmm. on Twitter, like years and years and years ago, and how like he apologized for that shit, and like it's not how he thinks now or whatever, and like the whole Guardians of the Galaxy cast was like rooting for him, and they want him to do the movie. Disney cannot hide. They can't him. hide. They can't bring him back. They can't. They no. can't fucking do it. If his tweets had been like not about children and pedophilia, maybe it would be different. But because those tweets were very specifically about, like, Children. kids and molestation and making fun of it and kind of making light of it, Disney, who is geared towards children almost specifically They are one of the most- completely, they, they try to be one of the most family-friendly companies ever. Yeah. And they've, like, they've, you know, they had their issues in the past, but they also have recovered from that. But, like- they cannot hire him. No. No matter how many times he apologizes, no matter how much the Guardians of the Galaxy cast wants him back for number three, like, it doesn't matter. They cannot hire no. him back. No. Because it is way too much of a danger to them. Like, they can't do it. They would lose millions, if not billions, of, of watchers. Like, they would be fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, like, I don't think... That, that's, that kind of stuff is, like, I don't think people that do that kind of stuff are irredeemable as human beings. I think that, like, there's always a chance to redeem yourself as a person and to, um, you know, fix yourself. Because, like, I said some stupid shit when I was a kid. Like, you want to go through my old Facebook? Jesus Christ. Um, but, like, we say shitty things when yeah. we're younger. We don't think about what we're saying. Internet specifically. Nobody nobody knew how to do shit on the internet. Like, my bad. I started the video. I think a lot of us don't know how to handle the internet, specifically younger people. And I think that when you, when you're young and too confident and you think that, you know, the world is, you know, whatever, you just want to be fucking funny and you want to go on Twitter and you want to say something funny, no matter what it is. Like, that's what Shane Dawson has said about like the way he used to be, because there was that whole, like Shane Dawson is a pedophile thing. Yeah, there was. That was fucking awful. Yeah. I, like, that is absolutely slander. Yeah. Um, but he defended himself because, first of all, he's fucking not. Yeah. Like, he, and he's straight up sleek. I used to make the most offensive, terrible, shitty jokes I can. I could because I needed attention. And that's why people did it back then, because that was the way you got attention. You want to be funny. You want to get famous. videos from Smosh, even, in 2008 to 2000. 
like now, <laughs> they're fucking obnoxious. Yeah. The uh, think of the annoying orange. Think of Fred. Yeah. The way to get famous on YouTube. A lot of the internet was just obnoxious, just being obnoxious and, and, shitty. and like, offensive and terrible. I will tell you, and I will tell everybody else. Like the McElroy brothers, don't fucking listen to their like first shit. Don't yeah. listen to the first episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me. Don't do it because they're shitty, and they themselves will fucking say that like we said some fucking homophobic shit. Yeah. We said some misogynistic shit. We said shit to get laughs and didn't think about what we were mm-hmm. saying. Like those kind of people that acknowledge that shit and are like, yeah, we changed I our minds. Like, think we're that's not like that. a big part of the problem. Like Laura Lee in her apology video, she was like, I made some very offensive retweets, and I'm like, not bad. You tweeted that. You yeah. tweeted all of that shit. Like, you want to erase what you've done. You don't want to acknowledge it. No. Like, Tana Mojo, when she... There's a video of her, and that's why she's also a very polarizing character on the internet. Um, she straight up says the N-word, but she says it with a hard R. Jesus. And, like, Tana Mojo kind of would brand... She branded herself as being very woke and, like, like very, like, respectful of all people. And she didn't want to acknowledge that at first. She didn't... She wanted to bury it. Um... You know, we do this podcast, and I'm very open about the fact that I used to be very Mm pro-life. Like, in high school, I was very, very pro-life. And someone close to me, of course, don't want to, like, name names, name relation, but someone very close to me had an abortion. And that person was very, very upset because I was very adamant about being pro-life. And I didn't consider their feelings or their experience. And as I got older, um... Because, first of all, uh, I have a woman's, like, reproductive system. Um, I'd like people to stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. Or I have, like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous to me that people would want to, wouldn't, wouldn't want to come forward about, like, problematic things they said and apologize for them. They'd rather just hide them. And I think that's where a lot of people... Used to. Now it's like if you do anything wrong, you're canceled. Um, But I think that's where people used to kind of find a problem. Was if you're not willing to admit it, you're not willing to apologize. You're not really that sorry. Kind of. And I'm I'm all for calling people out on their bullshit. Oh yeah. Don't fucking get me wrong. Like I'm all for being like, hey, what you fucking said was shitty and problematic, and like let's talk about it. Yeah. Um. Because like, and I'm like. Before, I was super right-wing when I was younger. That's so that crazy was, to me. Yeah. Because that's the, like, culture that I grew up in. That was what my parents... My parents are still, like... I mean, not my dad, but my mom is very, like, right-wing and very conservative. And I grew up with a lot of that ideology of, like... I mean, when Bush was president, like... Fucking stupid cat. Um, when Bush was president, I was very, like, yeah, pro-Bush. And then I, then I grew up. And I was like, oh, well, let me look at this shit through, like a lens of being more intelligent mm-hmm. and I was able to form my own opinions or whatever but like it's growing up is a big part of it growing up is like a big thing of like being more conscious of what you're saying and what it means but even just like me going to college like that was a whole different world of going to college in California like oh yeah and Davis is a very liberal school it's you know way more left-wing than it is right-wing for sure um, and I learned some shit that I did not know. <laughs> Specifically, like, a lot of, a lot, and I think the world 
in general has learned a lot in the past few years of like transgender oh, culture yeah. and rights and that kind of stuff and like um the gender spectrum and the sexuality spectrum like I didn't know any of that shit and like I had a friend not gonna name them but um they were like gender non-conforming and for like a year I had to like I kept calling them by the wrong name and I felt so fucking shitty like Mm -hmm. and I had some ideas about it that were not uh copacetic or cool at all Mm -hmm. like just doesn't you know there's a lot of things that we don't understand and as a way to cope with not understanding something we make fun of it or oh yeah we have these like shitty ideas about it because we don't understand it and human beings when we don't understand something it's not fun Mm -hmm. like we don't like feeling like we're stupid or like we don't understand something so we find ways to feel better about it um a lot of the ignorance in this country has led to where we're at Mm -hmm. right now of they don't understand and they don't want to understand um but i'm all for calling people out on their bullshit if i ever fucking say something call me the fuck out yeah like same i'm not afraid of that like let's have a conversation about it i'm always willing to understand and learn something new because sometimes and that's the thing we all need to realize though is that like you can call people out but also like educate them if yeah like I have a big problem with canceled culture. I think it is incredibly toxic. Yeah. Um, because you can't... I am all for, like, calling people out. I hate people who are like, everything's too sensitive nowadays. Yeah. But, like, I, I fucking hate that. I do think there's a level of that, too, like, this, like, canceled culture. Like, you can't fucking say anything. Yeah. Anything. Even remotely on accident. And, like, Twitter, do your thing. You're canceled. We're gonna fucking find your place of work. If you're a racist piece of shit and you're not sorry about it, fucking get fired. Yeah. But if you, like, especially people, like, I see a lot, like, um, you're demanding emotional labor from me. If you want someone to be educated, help them out. Like, don't, like... You're making them feel more ostracized by being an asshole to them. Yeah. And that's not to say that you need to educate and and sympathize with every person who oppresses you. Yeah. That is not at all what it is. But if somebody's like, I don't understand exactly why what I said is wrong and I'm very sorry about it. Can you tell me why? And you just won't give them fucking anything? Yeah. That's shitty. Canceled. That's shitty. It is. Like... I have had many a conversation with people um, about uh, gay rights, about um, feminist theory and stuff like that, um, where they're, they literally tell me that they're afraid to ask because they don't want to come off as, like, shitty or that they're trying to be mean or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, never fucking be afraid to ask me. Mm-hmm. Never be afraid to ask. Never be afraid to educate yourself. Because, like... The alternative to not educating yourself, to not being open to learning, is you end up where a lot of people are right now in the canceled sphere or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you, you have to be open to learning and open to teaching. Like, there's... You can teach people and make the world less shitty. Mm -hmm. Because 
the second that some, I mean, there are a lot of people, creators of content and stuff that like, I will not watch or listen to their music anymore because of shit that they've done. Um, just for personal reasons. Like oh yeah. Melanie Martinez here. and shit. Oh fuck Melanie Martinez. Do it with her. Yeah. No. Cannot do it with her. Um, and there are some people that you have to just be like, you're fucking canceled. I'm not going to do this shit with you. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people that deserve more than that. On the flip side of that, it's also, like, there's a big problem with not willing to admit when you're, when people that you admire and are your favorite people are terrible people. Yeah. Melinda Martinez being one. People won't believe that Melinda Martinez could be a rapist because she's this gorgeous, dainty woman. And I'm yeah. like, no. Anyone who rapes someone is a fucking rapist. Melanie Martinez is a fucking rapist. She is. It's just like Kevin Spacey. Rapist. I loved Kevin Spacey. I loved him yeah. so much as an actor. I thought he was such an amazing actor. Oh, fuck Kevin Spacey. Yeah. There is a lot of reasons for that, though. Like, number one, like, he raped a kid. Like, he yeah. was very young. And he used being gay as an excuse. Oh, yeah. That fucking infuriated me. Because that just perpetuates the idea that all gay men are pedophiles. And that fucking is so ridiculous yeah. and horrible to even say that. I think one of my biggest examples of somebody who is insanely problematic and no one will talk about it is Cardi B. Yeah. Because Cardi B has some, said some fucking terrible, like, transphobic shit. Yeah. She literally said, like, if a man ever cheats on her, she's gonna have a tranny rape him. And I fucking hate that word and I hate that I yeah, just said it. But it's what she said and I'm like, no one wants to acknowledge that with yeah. her. Or Azalea Banks. Like, Azalea Banks is awful. She is homophobic. Yeah. She's transphobic. She is... She's racist in the sense that she is, like... She's racist to every other race. Like, yeah. she called Zayn Malik some terrible fucking Jesus things. Jesus Christ. Um, she's... I think she's very, very desperate to stay in the limelight, though. And yeah. I will say that openly. I think she's a terrible fucking person. And nobody wants to talk about it. I think a lot of it is just they want attention. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I'll give Cardi B, like, I, I know she's apologized for what she said, but why is it different for her as opposed to, like, I guess Jeffree Star, like, yeah. granted, they're, they're different levels, pardon me, they're different levels, but being transphobic and being racist, they're not mutually exclusive, of course. No. Um. Just hate. It's just, like, it's different types of hate, and they're both terrible. Yeah. And it's just confusing to me why people are unwilling to, they're so willing to, to cancel others and not, uh, like, cancel some and not others. You know what it's, I mean? It's, it's, it's a big one that I think I'm going to have a big problem with is Asia Argento. Because she was a big proponent for the Me Too movement. Yep. She was one of the first users of Harvey Weinstein. From everything that it's shown, she absolutely had sex with an underage, underage kid. Because he was 17 fucking years old. And that, it's a fine line because in in Nevada, she wouldn't have done anything wrong. Yeah. She wouldn't have done anything wrong. It's tech, legally, yeah. legally, I would like to add. Yeah. I personally don't agree with the 16, like, age of consent being 16 if that person is dating someone over, like, 22. Yeah. I think that's weird. And even 22 is too too old for me. Mm -hmm. I still think that's incredibly predatory. Yeah. Um, obviously 16 and 18, I believe that people at that age, especially if they're both still in high school, are in very similar mindsets. Yeah. Um, 
especially if there's like a long established relationship. Yeah. When I was 15, I dated someone two years younger than me. Um, but what she did should not, of course it should not negate what was done to her. No. What Harvey Weinstein did to her is still abhorrent and wrong. Rape culture in Hollywood is insane. Oh, and she will never get, the only reason that she will get the same or even similar treatment to what Harvey Weinstein did, and that's not to defend him, fuck Harvey Weinstein. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. But the only reason is because she was a member of the Me Too movement. Yeah. And because people are, they're gonna use her to turn it into a fucking joke. They're gonna look at her differently. But, and, and on the flip side of that, there are people who are gonna defend her. And there are people who are desperate for her to, to, be, to be innocent and for her to not be wrong. But there's a lot of psychology that goes into that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of reasoning um, behind why we defend and condemn others. Like, specifically when it's someone that you like a lot, mm -hmm. um, or, I mean, even, like, in real life, not just talking about Hollywood, like, in your own friend groups, like, um, the pop punk scene is a big part of it. It's like, a huge... Men in the pop punk scene, specifically. Yeah. Um, and, like, we don't want to believe bad things about people that we love. Yeah. Because if we do, we have to change the way we think about them. And that's a big thing that a lot of us... A lot of us in, you know, the left-wing side of things have had to deal with lately mm -hmm. in the past two years mm -hmm. of realizing that a lot of the people that we love and that are in our families voted for Donald fucking Trump. Yeah. Like, we had to face that about them because it says a lot about them that they did that. Mm -hmm. So when we have to face head-on and fucking look at the bad parts of people that we care about, people that we love, celebrities that we look up to, or friends of ours. Like, when we have to deal with that, it's extremely fucking difficult. Yeah. And I had, like, I have a friend who, um, one of their, like, ex-mutual friends raped a girl. And she got, like, she was super mad because it was just like, oh, you'll condemn other people, but the second it's your friend, it's like, oh, it's oh, not. Oh, that isn't, that, okay, so I'm a... Pop punk is my home. Like I, yeah. I, I call myself pop punk trash. I have, it is the only like music that I will say that I've been able to say is my favorite music in years. Um, both of my favorite bands are pop punk bands. The pop punk scene is incredibly toxic for women. Incredibly. Because every fucking pop punk bro has a kill your local rapist tattoo on their thigh. Unless it's girls. their bro. Unless yeah. it's their friend. Unless, and it's kill your local rapist unless it's your 25 year old friend hitting on a 13 year old. Yeah. It's fucking awful. And a pop punk music even, a lot of it is incredibly angry towards women. You can't call other people out and not be willing to call out no. your friends. Exactly. Exactly. I fucking wish, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to get, like, accused of slander or whatever, but I wish that someone had said shit about that guy when we were in middle school. Oh my god, I know exactly who you're fucking talking about, yeah. Because that shit was crazy Disgusting. bad for us. Like crazy bad for us mm -hmm. and no one did anything none no one none of his bros did anything no. none of our friends did anything it was just like yeah this is how you it know is. we were we were 13 years old when you're 13 and a guy with that caliber of like cool cool like, in especially in the entire town you're living in and the specific scene that you like to be yep. in has like it gives you any form of attention. Yeah. 
Um, it's regardless of the fact that he was you don't you don't understand late teens or oh yeah oh yeah he was in his early twenties yeah um you don't understand the gravity that that has no because to you you're just like oh I'm so mature and cool like he thinks I'm cool and it's like no he's a fucking like. He's a creep. He's a yeah. predator. He's a predator. It's incredibly sure. predatory. I mean, and especially in the pop punk and like scene and emo groups, it was like a lot of relationships were like twenty-year-old mm-hmm. guys with teenagers. Oh yeah. And no, and like now we can look back and be like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like one of the ones that I think never gets talked about is um. Do you remember the Jesse Slaughter? Like, that whole thing with blood on the dance floor? Yes. Yes. Jessie Slaughter was... She was a third... 12. She was a 12-year-old girl who was dragged through the fucking mud because they thought it was so hilarious that she was getting bullied online for being groomed by fucking Davi, whatever the goddamn his last name is, because he's a fucking child predator. And they dragged her through the mud because her dad made a video calling out people who were bullying her and she was sobbing and every time I watch that it breaks my heart because yeah she's a little girl and she's talking a bunch of shit and I'm like why is it her fault it's not it's not because Dobby Vanity was at least in his fucking 20s at that point but a lot of people loved blood on the dance floor and they, they loved him they and loved they wanted him. to defend him oh, no yeah. matter what oh happened yeah because we don't like to accept horrible things about people no no it was her fault it was, it, was, it was her fault. But, and, oh my god, I feel really bad. Them, because they now, I believe their their chosen name is Damien. They are completely, like, gender neutral. Yeah. Um, but it's it's terrible yeah. what was done to them. It's, yeah. it's ruined their life. And it's disgusting that we allow that, allowed that and to happen. And it's weird. It's like, it's like we, um... It's like we we make it cool. Like if the girls are getting the attention of like older guys, it's like oh, it's because we're cool because we're yeah. we're more mature. And than that's other girls. a and big it's like, problem. That's not cool. That's a big problem with the Aussie Argento, John, um, Jonathan Bennett, I think his name is. Yes. Um, thing is, she's this beautiful older woman, and he is this seventeen-year-old kid. Oh, and we nobody is gonna. And I saw a comment that literally said, "Oh, he got to bang that woman and got paid for it." What a lucky kid. Why can't he keep his mouth we shut? We can talk life? about that because it's different when a man rapes a girl mm-hmm. and when a woman rapes a boy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's treated totally differently. Oh, yeah. There's and literally okay. songs, like, Hot for Teacher. Yeah. It's about okay. shit like that. Or, like, like Mary Kay Letourneau. She fucking married him. She married Billy Falau when she yeah. got out of jail. There's something wrong with that. She yeah. She groomed him. He was 13 years old. She is a fucking predator. And they talk live about happily ever weird, after. Kind of weird situation that's kind of like that. The judge for, um, I don't know her fucking name, but the judge that was there for the British America's Got Talent when Simon Cowell found One Direction. Oh my god, that's, yeah. That's, she was super creepy to Liam. And then they ended up they're fucking like, married. getting married and having, they're divorced now. Yeah. They ended up getting married and having a kid together. They're, like, years apart, and she, like, knew him since he was a baby, like, a child, and she creeped on him even then. Like, women- That's weird to me. It's weird, and we have a culture where women predators are almost celebrated. They are. Yeah. 
Um, and young boys who get to have sex with older women are, or who get to have sex with older women are like applauded or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, it's rape. They were raped. No, and then, and like, I feel like rape culture today is just as bad as it was then, if not worse. A very good example is Jesse Smiles, who was a big Vine star. Um, I don't give a fuck about this particular Vine star, so I'm going to call him fuck out. Curtis Lepore fucking raped her. He fucking raped her. He betrayed her trust because she and him were in a relationship and he betrayed her trust and he fucking raped her. And then Logan fucking Paul turns it around and is like, she's a fucking liar. She's a fucking slut. I hate this so fucking much. This absolute piece of shit. They're both huge pieces of shit. Curtis Lepore pleaded no contest, which means he, I mean, I'm not gonna say I did it. (laughs) But you're not saying that you're not guilty either. Yeah. He fucking raped her yeah. and he took a plea deal because he knew that he would be, they would put his ass in jail if he went to trial. And everybody in that community who, who rallied around Curtis Lepore is a big, is, is as big of a piece of shit as he is. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it comes from, um, no one wants to say the word rape. No. It's a really hard word to say. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard thing for victims to say, even to label their assault, their experience as rape. It's hard. It's a hard word. It comes with a lot of connotations. It comes with a lot of history. It comes with a lot of darkness. And no one wants to say it. I mean, even like going off my own personal experience, because we've talked about this before. Um, I personally like, I was put into a situation at 13 where I was in a, God, I wouldn't call it a relationship, but I'm sure he would. Um, but I was in a, in a relationship with a man who was 18 and I was 13 and it took me years to admit to myself and finally call it what it was because I was, I was absolutely like groomed by him, I was sexually abused by him, and I was not ever willing to call it what it was because in my head, oh, other people have had it worse than me. I you couldn't. Me both. I felt that calling my situation by the name it was was invalidating yeah. people who who in my head had it worse than me. Same. Um, and that's a very disgusting mindset that I don't think that it's disgusting that I had it. I think it's disgusting that I lived in a, in a type of society that instilled that mindset in me. And that it was... You and it me was, both were... I, it was consensual for me. Yeah. I was 13 fucking years old. He was incredibly scary. He was yeah. very scary. He was very intimidating. He made me feel very, very afraid. He made me feel very isolated. And it's, a, it's honestly a miracle that I found a way out of that relationship. Yeah. You and me both were in really, really uh, bad situations. And, like, I I will say this to, like, people listening. If you ever want to contact me about something, feel free to come talk to Big me about same. it. Because, like, I am not ashamed of talking about my past. I don't want to get super into it just, like, for general listening people. But, like, yeah. if you ever want to talk to me about your own experience or want to ask me about mine... I'm not afraid to talk about it. I have no qualms about explaining what happened. I I don't, um, I'm always very open about, like, my experiences with rape and with sexual assault and physical and emotional abuse. I don't, uh, 
I'm cool with talking about it, is what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say, I guess. Bottom line. I'm okay with talking about it. I had some really shitty things happen to me. And I didn't, I mean, I've been in years of therapy for this shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I am not well-adjusted by any fucking means. Um, it took me years of therapy before I was able to call what I went through what it was, which was rape. Mm-hmm. I was raped for two years by someone I know. Um, and it took me years to call it that because I thought that because I technically consented in my head, um, that it wasn't rape. It was, it was fucking rape. I was 12. So yeah, if y'all ever want to talk to me about that, feel free to hit me up on Facebook or wherever, um, email the Gmail account for the podcast. I don't care. Like, talk to me about this shit if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one wants to say that word. It's really hard to no, say. No. And to call people that you love, people that you look up to, celebrities, whatever, it's fucking hard. Oh, to yeah. Look at them and be like, you're a rapist. Oh, yeah. Um, a big one for me was Louis C.K. Yep. I loved Louis C.K. And I don't call him, like, a rapist. Oh, he's not. I wouldn't say he's a rapist, but, but he's, I, he's like, absolutely... Uh, he's... Doing what he did is sexual assault. Yeah. It is. It's sexual harassment at the very least. But I think what he did when that came out, like, stepping back and being, like, he took his movie out. Mm-hmm. Like, they, that was never gonna happen. And then he's, he, like, said an apology and was just, like, it's time for me to take a step back mm-hmm. and listen and not talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super cool of him to do. It's I think big it's of more him. than what a lot of people did when mm-hmm. all this shit, like, when all the Me Too movement started and a lot of male celebrities were getting called out. Like, I think that that's much better than a lot of other men reacted to it. Um, I liked him a lot. I oh, really yeah. did. And uh, part of me likes some of his stuff still. Like, but that's that's finding a way to separate creator from content. I have a hard time do. doing that. Yeah. So do I. I I really throw away an entire person's like art when they're a terrible person. Yeah. I have like the biggest one is Melia Martinez. Yep. I really loved her music. I thought she was so so cute. Yeah. Um, and then I stepped back when I when I heard about that and realized her whole aesthetic uses Yeah. Infantilization, child kind of things. It's really weird. It's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. She she's incredibly problematic. Um we're going to take a quick break because it's getting a little heavy. Um, we'll be back for the final, like, ten minutes or so. Yes. So, yeah. That was a good time. Okay, we're back. We're refreshed. Ready for a little conclusion. A little final paragraph. Yeah. Last, uh, last line of the essay. We got real, real, real uh, I got real heated. I real, got real deep today. We did. Um, Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite meme. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk! Um, but I mean, we said some important stuff. We said yeah. some things that I think um, are meaningful. Um, and that's kind of what we set out to do with this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just to be funny, but to... We're, we're a variety show. We're, we're also very funny. But we, <laughs> we do have some serious takes on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I had a good time. <laughs> I got real deep and I, I like talking about deep shit. I like I like those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I meant what I said. If any listeners want to talk to me, um you can find me on Facebook as Erica Galloway. 
You can find me on Instagram as Road of the Dead. You can find me on Twitter as Erica Galloway. Um, if you find me on Tumblr, is it's kind of a funny story. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can also email the email for the podcast, weirdonpurpose at gmail.com, I think it is. Yes. Um, or hit up any of the, like, pages for the, the thing yeah. or whatever. Um, I'm always willing to talk, always want to talk. Uh, so, yeah. Love you guys. Same here. Love the listeners. You can uh, you can find me at um, on Instagram and Twitter at Hero Turned Human. You can find me on Tumblr at heartsetwest.tumblr.com. You can find me on Facebook. I manage the Facebook page. Um, yeah, no, and just remember that you are an important person in this world. Um, don't ever let anyone make you feel inadequate, but. You know, own up to your shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, be real. Be, be real, be genuine. Like, when you've done wrong, don't don't hide when you've done wrong. If you know you've done wrong and you are truly a Own it. Own it. Be apologetic. Let people know. Um, I always say, throw kindness like confetti. Let, you don't know how much being nice to someone is going to change their day. I think that's part of what we're trying to do, too, on this, is just be yeah. genuine. And, you know, I'm not very well-spoken, which is funny because, you know, I do a podcast. <laughs> um, but I think the bottom line is people in the world can be nasty, and you don't need to be nasty with them. You don't need to let their bitterness steal your sweetness. We're all just trying to get by. We're all just mm-hmm. trying to be the best we can be yeah um yeah i mean contact us for anything if you want us to just teach you something about whatever you want some hair advice hair advice i I do actually (laughs) i do give hair and makeup advice um if you ever want to follow me um my instagram page is at little noel hair my instagram page is also at little noel hair you can find me on there um i do sometimes go live and do beauty tutorials on my personal page which i will broadcast to my facebook professional page those are a lot of fun um, and just to reiterate, there will be no episode next yes, Sunday. Yes, there will be no episode next Sunday. Um, your girl's getting married. Erica's our honorary groomswoman. It's gonna be a good time. I'm you gonna look to wear hot. a suit. I'm gonna look hot. It's gonna be amazing. Um, so yeah, no episode next week. This one will go up this Sunday, yes. which is the... What the fuck's the date? Is today the 23rd? Today is the 23rd. So the 26th? Yeah, so this episode will go up August 26th. I will be um, married August 30th. Yeah, so there will be no episode this Sunday of next week. Um, but after that, we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming for one week. And then uh, we'll go to... Uh, solo cast. Solo cast. Because I will be on my honeymoon. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, keep you guys up on that. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, next week's topic will be a pancake recipe or something. Something yeah. not so heavy. For us to, you know, listen to us just fucking babble about everything from whatever the fuck we talked about our first episode to now, this, and what you've just listened to. Um, yeah, so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We're, we're very appreciative. We and are. Get, get weird. weird.